0: Welcome to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast, where it's all about getting real around all things coaching.
1: And what we know for sure is that what got you here won't get you there.
0: You can't see the spinach in your own teeth.
1: And finally, hang on, because this one's really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete and unadulterated sense.
0: Hey, Karen, you ready to riff?
1: Commence riffing.
0: I love it, right before we hit record, we're like, let's just riff on that and see what happens. And so that is exactly what we're gonna do is we talk today about problem solving. That is the theme that we have for this entire month. And um, let's uh, let let us begin to riff, Karen. Well, it's problem
1: solving as it relates to emotional intelligence. So we're not gonna just sit here and say, okay, great, we're gonna solve this problem, All right? We're, that's, that's not what this is about. What this is about is making sure that we're understanding the correlation between problem solving and emotional intelligence. And what I'm going to do just really quickly is I am going to read the definition of problem solving for you regarding emotional intelligence. So problem solving relates to your ability and tendency to both solve problems that involve emotions and to use emotions as an effective problem solving tool. So I'm gonna read it one more time. Are you ready, Jen? So problem solving relates to your ability and tendency both to solve problems that involve emotions and to use emotions as an effective problem solving tool. Just a heads up, that definition alone, you could create a program around because it's huge. There's, yes, Jen, I'm going with you again with you. So when you think about problem solving, this is a such, there's just so much meat in this definition here. And because if you can sit here and say, what's your ability and tendency to both solve problems that involve emotions and couple that with how do you use emotions as an effective problem solving tool? I mean, I gotta tell you, there's a lot of information there.
0: Let's actually break that down. Let's talk today about how to solve problems that involve emotions. And the next episode, we will use how to solve problems using emotions. Okay. (laughs) You didn't sound sound convinced on that, Karen
1: Sullivan. Uh, I'm all right, go with it. but, but, But just really quickly, though. Um, There's actually studies, before we just really dive into that, Jen, I I just wanted to just give a tiny bit of background here, but there's actually studies that they've done, you know, all the emotional intelligence gurus like Daniel Goleman and I I forgot another guy whose name begins with a G, but there's a real positive correlation between your emotional intelligence and your ability to solve problems. And people who can recognize and control their emotions exhibit more positive approaches to problems and they can solve them more easily. Now you could define easily, but it's, and, and people that can't use their emotions, they can't really communicate effectively. They can't control their emotions under, in a crisis or under stress to really solve problems that well. So I think that, you know, again, we talked a couple of weeks ago or maybe last week, I don't even remember about the reliability that comes with emotional intelligence and this emotional intelligence assessment. But again, there's studies that back
0: this up again and again and again. Now we can talk about whatever you'd like to No, but it ties right into exactly what you're saying. Right? So one of the things to realize is that often when we see things as a problem, emotions are involved, right? So confusion, um, um, frustration, uh, irritation, anger, um, all of those kinds of things tend to be coupled with problems. Opportunities tend to have excitement, joy, um, curiosity, those kinds of things. So right? So when we look at about solving problems that involve emotions, it's about how do you extract the emotion to understand what the real problem actually is. Now, easier said than done, right? So when we're wound for sound and we're viewing something as a problem, it's hard to get out of our own way. But when we can use that to say this emotion is standing between me and a solution, this emotion is standing between me and an understanding of what's really happening. When we can objectively look at, it's not saying the emotion's right or wrong. It's just saying the emotion is hijacking what the real problem actually is. And the more that we can separate the two, the more we can understand the data from the emotion, as well as to say, what is the real problem? And how is my emotion Um, elevating that, escalating that, de-escalating or minimizing what's truly happening.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I like that Jen, because I think that, that one of the things that people need to really understand is, you know, what is the problem, right? And when your emotions are kind of hijacked, right? When your amygdala gets triggered, we start to go off in all sorts of wacky directions and we don't really make very sound decisions because we, we tend to Focus on what's at the surface rather than going to what's really happening. And we might put, you know, as we talk about a lot of times, right? We'll put a bandaid on a bullet hole in the moment, but then that problem's gonna keep coming back because why, Jen, you didn't get the bullet out. That's right.
0: You know, it's even when you think about it, right? So one of the ways to be able to, to use emotional intelligence when your emotions are hijacked and it's creating a problem for you, right? And you see things as a problem is how do you objectively take the problem out from the emotion? So one of the things that Karen and I talk about all the time is tfar We love it. Your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, your actions create your results. There's always a trigger or a situation Um, or um, an objective, A a stimulus that is happening. There you go. I love that. So one of the ways to do this is to pull out objectively what is the situation that is causing the emotional reaction. Stated in a fact. Don't throw in all your story that goes with it because story creates the emotion. Being able to define what's the real problem will help us be able to understand then what do we want to feel about that or what feeling would we need to um, highlight to be able to work through it. It's going to give us more of an objective playing field to say, okay, so here it is without all the emotion wrapped in it. What's the real problem?
1: Yeah. and, And that's the key. What's the real problem? Because it's really not the problem that you're probably being presented with. So, you know, it, it it could be something along the lines of, you know, how do I quote unquote fix this? Well, before you fix it and put that band-aid on that bullet hole, it's what's caused it. Like what's this even Jen goes to like the thing behind the thing, you know, to figure out what's really, really happening there.
0: It's so true, right? So it's even, let's say that you have a situation where you're, the problem is that you don't know um, what's expected of you for something you volunteer for. And what happens is it's, there's poor communication. People send out emails and only half the information is there. And um, you have a lot of confusion around where you need to be and when you need to be there. And you have a lot of frustration at the person who's doing the coordination. And what happens is we tend to do things like this. We'll say, I can't believe the communication is so bad. And I can't believe they're doing such a horrible job of keeping us informed. And I volunteer my time and they don't even respect my time. And I'm spending all this energy. So all of a sudden, the problem is around the communication in our minds. The real problem is we don't know where to be and when we should be there. So what I'm saying here is that if we were to objectively say, what problem am I trying to solve? Well, it's not about rewriting their communication platform. It's about understanding the expectations. So how can I solve that problem without going in the spin cycle of the frustration of how something is being done? It gives you back your power, right? So if I sit there and go objectively, the real problem is, is I don't know what's expected of me. And um, my thoughts are how everyone sucks in their communication. That's not solving the problem. Picking up the phone, rereading the document, reaching out to somebody, asking a colleague or you know, proactively getting the information, whatever. That's going to help you solve it. What happens is we tend to get stuck in the emotional drama we have around the story about the problem more so than the problem. Yeah. And, and that's, and I think Jen, it's really all
1: about, and I know next time we're going to talk about four different steps to really use emotional intelligence as a problem solving tool. But one of the big things here initially based on what it is that you just said, you have to call that internal timeout. And because you could go, you know how I talk about a lot of times I could go from zero to Jersey, boom, really, really quick. And that usually doesn't give me the best outcomes, right. Or the best results, However, if I could just for, you know, just a second or two, be like, okay, what's really happening here? All right, great. I want to call my own internal timeout and say, how do I want to play this? And what's really going on?
0: And when you can do that, instead of going from zero to Jersey, well, that would be (laughs) huge. You can't say it right. (laughs) Huge, Barley, just huge. If you want to get certified in the EQI 2.0 assessment, which is all about understanding and helping your clients with their emotional intelligence, our next certification course is coming up on November 4th, 5th, 11th, and 12th. It is completely virtual. You too can be a part of it, and we want to get you registered so that you can see your own emotional intelligence. To check out the information, go to kickstartyouredge.com EQI. <laughs> All right, you guys, great ripping with you and we will see you next week. Bye.
1: Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast. Craving more in-depth discussions? Check out the Get Real Inner Circle with our no BS in crowd of coaches.
0: Join live coaching discussions, breakdowns of coaching calls, and have some fun while you're at it. You're going to want to go to
1: kickstartyouredge.com backslash inner circle. It's time to get real.